This is a Power 98.7 podcast. Now we're talking. Subscribe to Power 98.7 podcasts in iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. There's more on power987.co.za. The cost of living. We were talking today about uh, Numsa saying that their members are also not immune to the rising costs of living. That's what we're discussing now. The most recent interest rate hike took many people uh, by surprise, including uh, you know economists or financial pundits. Um, they expected a 0.25% uh, increase. That would be a 25 basis point uh, increase in interest rates. But instead, the Reserve Bank's Monetary Policy Committee came up with Point uh, with a 50 basis point increase, that's 0.5%, and that has put further pressure on anyone with any kind of debt and has pushed many homeowners to their financial limits. Well, our next guest here, who advises against any kind of knee-jerk reaction in these financially challenging times. Let's speak to the director uh, of Mortgage Me, um, Andrea Tucker, who joins us on the line. Good morning to you, Andrea, and thank you for your time. Good morning. Thanks for having me. Right. Now, let's say, you say no knee-jerk reaction, because obviously the first thing that happens is that... Uh, uh, you'll get that notification from your bank to say, well, interest rates have gone up and as of so-and-so, you will be paying an additional amount uh, in terms of your home loan or your car repayments. Um, yeah, that obviously does make people sweat a little bit. What should you be doing when you get into this scenario? The first thing that you should do when you get that communication from your bank uh, is understand your own financial situation and what that increase means for you. Um, they will give you the uh, the amount uh, that your home loan uh, instalment has gone up by. And all being well, if your home loan instalment goes up by five or six hundred rand, you should technically find a way to cut your expenses by the same value uh, if you want to end up in the in the same financial position at the end of the month. Right. Now, obviously, the interest rates go up, but your... Um, what you're coming, what you're taking home generally doesn't match that or keep up with it. Um, and I, I see you, you, you speak about, uh, you know, understanding your situation. And uh, I suppose this is where as well, you have to do a measure of uh, belt tightening. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, it, it just makes sense if your income doesn't go up, but your expenses are going up. And there is no one you can speak to at the moment that isn't complaining about mm. exactly that and that all of our expenses um, are going up on a regular basis. I saw some quite scary uh, food inflation figures uh, that were published yesterday. The cost of living goes up every single month uh, mm. and your income doesn't. So it's all about belt tightening. It's all about having a good look at your bank statements and being being quite brutal uh, around what you could forego for a period of time in order to just manage the, the outflows out of your bank account. Mm. Now, you speak of, you also advise people to have conversations with their banks, you know, uh, go to your bank and, uh, uh, you know, look at uh, various, yeah, well, have some conversation. What kind of conversations uh, can you have with your bank? What are the banks willing to listen to? So a bank is always, always willing to listen to you if you come to them proactively. Uh, Don't wait until you've missed three or four installments on your home loan before you sit with your banker 
And by that stage, they know exactly what's going on. So mm. be proactive. Uh, if you've gotten to the point where you know your income um, isn't going to be going up because it's not increased time, but you can see how your expenses have spiraled, um, before you get to the point where things are desperate, sit down with your bank and have a conversation. There, there are many options. No bank is going to want to take your home away from you, um, but they're going to be forced to if you miss uh, a, a number of installments. So be proactive. Have that conversation up front. Explain to them what your financial situation looks like. Ask for a payment holiday. You can take a three-month payment holiday. Most banks can be willing to do that. Uh, you can also look at a renegotiation. You can renegotiate the term or the interest rate if you're mm. not um, sitting in a fixed position. Worst case scenario, you can look at getting um, another home loan from another bank. Um, mm. That is going to come at a cost, and that is a little bit more of a knee-jerk reaction. So first things first, sit down with your bank, explain your financial situation, okay. and they'll talk you through what your options are. Let's quickly talk about uh, that uh, fixing of interest. That's always something uh, which I often get mixed views on um, from those in the know, financial advisors, about whether how advisable is it. I suppose fixing your, your interest rates when uh, we are at the high point of the cycle seems to be more, makes more sense. Uh, However, I mean, if you're, you, when, how do you know when would be a good time to fix? Oh, my goodness me. If we all had a crystal ball, yeah. we would all be paying the lowest interest rate possible. Mm. And as you mentioned earlier, economists, financial analysts, everyone thought we were getting a 0.25% uh, um, hike uh, earlier this month, and it was double that. Um, if we knew in March 2020 what we know now, we all should have fixed our rate at that amount. That was when we were heading down towards the lower end of the cycle. Uh, and um, we didn't know how long COVID was going to impact our lives for. We didn't know how big the impact would be. Um, so it's always risky uh, to fix an interest rate um, unless you've got a very good idea um, as to what what the economic conditions are going to be looking like. Um, I'd say right now, this is hopefully mm. the highest our interest rates are going to get. Um, okay. Fingers crossed. Let's hope that is the last hike that we get this year. But there's no certainty around any of that. No, of so, course. So um, this wouldn't be a time to fix your rates because you're going to fix it at the highest amount possible. We should have done that fixing two and a half years ago if we knew. At the low point. Mm. <laughs> right. Now, quick one as well uh, about taking on new debt. What would be your advice and your rule of thumb? I mean, at the time like this, if somebody's looking, uh, you know, to buy a home or buy a new car, what would your advice be on taking on new debt, particularly if you are battling a little bit to keep up as it is? Gosh, there is expensive debt and there's, I'm not, I don't think there's any, any such thing as cheap debt, uh, cheap debt, but expensive debt is that debt that you're paying off uh, in the short term, uh, it's revolving in effect, a bit like a credit card, mm. and it comes at the highest interest rate. That's mm. the riskiest. Mm. Um, so controlling that um, is going to be a very, very good place to start at the moment. So don't overspend on your credit card. Don't overspend on store cards, for example, because the interest rate that you're paying on that is exorbitant. Uh, if you are desperate and need to take on more debt now, if you've got an access facility on your home loan, that's a good place to kind of pull some equity out of if you've got that facility available to you because that is always going to be the cheapest form of debt. Um, most people, if you're lucky, um, have got a, a rate offered by their bank as close to prime as possible, whereas 
kind of short-term credit card debt is often double that uh, from an interest rate perspective. So if you really, really do need um, to take on some debt now just to tide you over in these tough um, conditions, do it in the most cost-effective way, which would be um, in a debt facility with the lowest rate, uh, for example, a home loan. But now's not the time to buy a new car if you don't need a new car. Mm. Um, now's not the time to take on new debt. Wait, if you can possibly, for this cycle to evolve. Uh, and that is the time that you should then consider taking on additional large, slightly riskier uh, unsecured debt, like mm. a vehicle, for example. Mm-hmm. Sorry, uh, you, you touched on it. You said revolving credit. What did you say on that? Is that also a form of expensive debt? So, yes, uh, banks banks offer, uh, they, they have various different names, but mm. it, it's in effect a short-term loan um, that a lot of people utilize to manage cash flow. Mm. So you, a credit card is the one we, we're all aware of. Yeah. Um, and you start paying off um, that debt Hopefully, if you can, within the month. Otherwise, most banks um, start charging interest on day 55 um, after you've made a, uh, made a specific um, transaction that, uh, that, that, that's incurred a cost. Um, but a personal loan of any sort um, is a little bit more it, – I don't think it's quite as expensive as a credit card, um, but it is riskier um, mm. because there's no, there's no asset attached to that. So the banks generally charge higher interest rates. They're obviously governed by the National Credit Act as to how high those rates can be. But it's it's a credit facility that you can draw on as and when you need to. You just need to be very good about paying it down on a regular basis. Okay, great. Thank you so much. And uh, to Director at Mortgage Me, uh, Andrea Tucker, thank you so much for your time. Thanks for having me. You've been listening to a Power 98.7 podcast. For more podcasts, visit power987.co.za or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.